So yeah, honesty and self-awareness is something we wanted to talk about with you guys as we were thinking about what are the important elements needed to achieve your vision. You know, in the beginning, we asked you guys all like, what is it you really want? What is your North Star goal? What is the one thing you're striving for? We really felt it was so important to talk about honesty. It's one of High Noon's main five virtues. It just plays such an important role. If you consider yourself like, hey, if I want to get somewhere, I need to first be honest about where I'm at. And any kind of like pretending or any kind of hiding, it doesn't help us, but it's a tendency so many of us have. It's definitely something, a muscle we got to work on, this sense of honesty and kind of the self-awareness is like the honesty of ourself. So to start things off, I wanted to talk a little bit about this difference between responding versus reacting. And I just want to present the idea of the imagination of, let's say someone's presented a scenario to you and they asked you the question, well, how would you react in this situation? And then imagine it, if instead they asked you, how would you respond in this situation? I might be pulling at something here that's not there, but for me, I feel at least there's a difference in how I'd respond to that question. Because like react, it was like, oh, how would I react? It's like, I don't know, it'd be my first instinct. I wouldn't think it's just how I'd react the moment something happens. If someone asked me like, oh, how would you respond here? I would be like, oh yeah, I think about it. It'd be something that like, I had time to think about it a little bit and I intended on responding the way I did. You guys probably are already aware there's a difference here, right? Reaction has little to no thinking, no intention. You know, there's many ways we react in our life. Perhaps it's giving an angry response. The other day, actually, my mom texted me and it, it made me a little bit annoyed what she said in the message. And so I was like already formulating a bunch of responses, like really quick-witted responses. Like, what is that supposed to mean? I decided to take some time and I realized my I don't need to respond that way, to react that way. I can respond by asking her actually, what do you mean by this? Because actually, I'm a little confused what you're trying to tell me right now. I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. Another one way we kind of react in our life is going to our phone, escaping, scrolling on our phones for long periods of time. Another one is watching porn or masturbating. So another way to think about reacting, right, is coping. We have a lot of things going on in our life. And because we're not aware of what's going on, our tendency is to just react to it. And often, sometimes in reaction, we go to escape and we go to something that will, we believe would give us some kind of sense of satisfaction, happiness, whatever. So freedom is being able to choose how we respond, right? And it's having intention. And I really think this learning to respond is a road to happiness. And this is what self-awareness is all about. So question I have for you guys is like, where have you learned to respond in your life, in the multitude of areas in your life? And where do you still find yourself reacting, perhaps? And if you don't know how to answer that question, that's pretty normal. I would consider that to be like in this realm of what you don't know, you don't know. Hopefully in this talk, and then something you continue to practice in your life, is expanding the area of what you're aware of. Even if it's being aware of the fact that, hey, I don't really know how to handle this situation well, I know I'm reacting here but I know I can work on it. I'm going to work on it. So that's what I consider like what I don't know. I don't know how to deal with it. At least I know that it's something that's not working that I need to keep, that I want to address. Just to use this example, if you have this habit of watching porn, you may not even be aware that you're reacting to do that. It just seems to be something that comes up out of the blue, but there's a reason. It's a reaction to something. We want to be able to bring awareness to that. And this awareness starts with honesty. An important point I think about honesty is that we're all honest but to different levels. I just thought of a brief scenario, right? It's like, I think it's a common thing we might tell someone, like a friend, oh, I procrastinated a bunch before I finally got to work. That's kind of like a societally acceptable statement, right? It's like, oh yeah, me too. I procrastinate all the time. But in this situation, like, are we sharing why? 
why did I procrastinate? Do we even ask ourselves that question? Why am I procrastinating? As an example, right? The answer to that question should not be because I'm a failure, because I suck, because I'm weak, which might often be the case. And maybe is the reason why you don't want to ask that question. Because for you, maybe what your conclusion right, is that, oh, I do this sort of thing, whatever it is, because I'm incapable or I'm less or I'm not worthy. I just want to draw that out. That's just not true. There's more. Another question is like, we don't really often share with people we're not honest about is how did this really impact me? Same with ourselves. We're not really honest with ourselves about that. We got to consider, was that really the whole truth when we think about something that happened? Or is there something more? Is there something else that I can learn from this? We need to peel back the layer. We are all like onions, but we don't stink. So this is kind of the main meat of this, talking about these stages of self-awareness. So there's going to be three. And hopefully in this talk, you'll be able to identify which stage you're in. And it's not to judge yourself, but just be able to acknowledge, wow, I'm in this stage in these areas of my life. And then you can have the opportunity to shift, to change. And the way this has been developed, Andrew helped a lot in developing this, is that imagine this is your lower self or kind of like the self that just like is very impulsive. It's like your desires. That's this kind of like other self. Imagine we're trying to catch up with that other self. And in this scenario, right, it's like we're in this constant state of like, Someone else is kind of dictating things and we're just following along and just receiving the consequences of the actions that happen. If you resonate with these statements, then perhaps you're in this, this stage of self-awareness. Your old habits always seem to be a few steps ahead of you. You feel out of control. You can't anticipate what you'll do or how you react. The work feels endless while the results elude you. This is an important point because I think if any of you had the experience of catching up, maybe you're running with a friend, and they're a little bit more fit than you, and you try to keep up with them, that's really hard to do. I remember when I was in Uruguay, so I was in Uruguay, and they were playing football, and they just, like, wiped the floor with me. It was so hard to, like, be so behind them, you know? I was constantly feeling like I had to catch up. The state, like, we're doing stuff, it feels like we're kind of, like, fighting, but making any difference on the outcome is kind of like, it seems out of our ability. You feel detached from your emotions, Suffering the consequences, but not knowing why. And I think that's a good way to describe this, right? It's like, my life's not great, but I don't really know why. <laughs> hey, if you're getting something good from this episode, you will probably really enjoy our other podcast, The Blessed Couple Podcast, where we talk about how to create a smashing marriage and experience God in the process. And yes, we talk a lot about sex. We have incredible guest speakers that I think you're going to really love. All you have to do is search for Blessed Couple Podcast on your favorite podcast player or just click the link in the description of this episode. Thanks. Back to the show. We don't even know we're actually reacting. So stage two, this is where we can consider it walking next to yourself. So this is where you're starting to begin to recognize patterns, but you still can't always control the outcome. You see it coming a little bit, but you're still not able to do something different to change the outcome. Personally, I remember when I was a lot in like high school, I'd always go to bed with my phone. And the phone for me was like the gateway drug to porn, whether it was going on Facebook first or YouTube videos or Netflix, eventually I'd get there. It was kind of a game of chance. Some nights, maybe not. Some nights, yes. But even as I began to recognize that, oh, this is the problem, I didn't have like the ability to change my trajectory in the midst of that. So that's kind of where you're at, right? Was when you're not walking next to yourself, you may feel helpless because you see yourself acting in opposition of what you want. So it's like, as you raise your awareness, 
it's kind of a double-edged sword because you've definitely made progress. At the same time, you can see more clearly perhaps how you're living out of alignment with yourself. And this helplessness obviously can lead to some hopelessness and maybe it'll make you want to give up. You know, we have a lot of people in our programs and stuff who they're doing great progress, they're doing great work, but they don't realize that this is part of it to become more aware of the areas that maybe aren't working and like be close to kind of catching yourself or understanding yourself, but you're not quite there. So it's like in this stage where I'm sure a lot of you guys are in, in certain areas of your life, this is where we really got to acknowledge our progress, really acknowledge that even just being in this place where we're kind of a little bit more aware of our patterns and kind of the ways that we are reacting, that's really important. So the final stage, getting ahead of yourself. You understand what drives your actions. You can be present to your feelings. You know how to maneuver yourself to a positive outcome. You have a ritual in your life that you follow. Again, you might feel like, oh yeah, I got this down. I have really good self-awareness in a certain area of your life. Maybe this is kind of resonating. Good example of like what this kind of looks like is like, imagine you're like a paramedic. A paramedic comes into like a super chaotic situation, but they're able to be calm and collected and they can assess and act appropriately. They're not coming in and getting swept up and reacting. They bring their awareness and they're just looking, they're observing, they're realizing, okay, what's going on here? Wow, okay, hey, this is a lot, but this seems to be the next step for me, what I need to do. To sum this kind of stage up is that you intentionally make the choices in your life. So a question to consider is what stage are you in? Especially, let's have you focus on kind of this area of sexual integrity. Do you feel you're in a place where you're still, like you're catching up with yourself? Do you, it's kind of like no method to the madness, it seems. Are you kind of walking next to yourself? You're on this journey and you're noticing more and more that you react a certain way and it's leading you here, but you haven't quite figured out how to like change the outcome. You haven't quite figured out how to actually not choose porn and masturbation, whatever it is, as a coping mechanism. You're getting ahead of yourself. You can see it coming, you anticipate, hey, you know, when I'm feeling this way, when I'm in these situations, this is often something that I try to turn to. But you know what? I actually know that what I really need in this moment is this. I've kind of set up a clear understanding with myself that, okay, this would be like the junk food and I could eat it, but really I can get the good home-cooked meals. I'm going to go do that. So yeah, consider these different areas of your life, right? Sexual integrity is a big one. Health, I think is another big one. Health, fitness, one to consider. Education, important relationships. Again, this is not a place for judgment. This isn't something to put yourself down, to feel bad about. Like I said in the beginning, this is like such an important stage. It's a big victory. If you can identify where you're at, then you actually have then the ability to move forward. You have the ability to start making decisions that will help you and establish habits that will get you towards your vision to living that. And that's the whole point, right? That's what we want for you guys. Okay, working on anger and blame. So it's funny. I mean, I knew I was going to give this talk weeks ago. And after the first call, I had an experience. And after the experience happened, I was like, wow, this is a great example of this whole importance of self-awareness. So I come from a family where we like to play the blame game a lot. And my wife, she's much better at that, much better. If she's angry, she internalizes a lot more, you know. Also, it's something I actually did that <laughs> is reasonable. <laughs> but oftentimes, I didn't realize I had it so much, this like problem. But when I was, especially starting to live together with my wife, I realized actually how much like when I get angry, it's like, I'm looking to blame something. Something is the problem. It's not me. Something's making me angry. And that's what I'm looking out for. In this situation, it was something small. Like I just came out of the first session together. It was a long day. And I came out of the living room. My wife was sitting there and she didn't acknowledge me coming out. She was on her computer. I think she like looked up, but didn't say anything. And 
I remember feeling like hurt, like, hey, what the heck? I just came out of like the meeting. Aren't you going to ask him like how it was? Even say hi. I realized I was starting to get upset. And this is where like I was definitely doing the walking with myself. Then I was thinking about like, okay, you know what? I'm going to say something and try to like <laughs> get her sympathy or get her attention. I was like, oh, I'm so tired. And she's like, yeah, I'm really tired too. Just say so for context, I think some of you guys know this, but my wife is like, almost nine months pregnant. So imagine I'm trying to tell my wife I'm tired. <laughs> and I knew I was kind of doing it. I was like, what am I doing, right? But I still was feeling this kind of sense of like, oh, but she's not responding the way that she should to me, you know, in this moment. Like I deserve kind of this appreciation right now because I worked hard, right? <laughs> and I remember we sat down and it was just kind of like, I was like trying to fight and trying to work through like, how do I respond and how do we talk through this? But I had to acknowledge at some point that as long as I'm trying to play this game of anything I'm saying is trying to still get that response from her, then I'm actually just trying to kind of like take from her. I'm really just thinking about myself at this moment. It took a little bit of time. We were talking, but it was pretty like not so much going on. And then when I decided to shift my viewpoint, he's like, you know what? Hey, she said she was tired. And like, look at her. She's really pregnant. He switched my perspective. Like, hey, I'm not going to share to get your attention. I want to share because you're the important person in my life. I want to share. Very slowly, the conversation definitely changed to be more like lighthearted. We started laughing. We could laugh. And I definitely just like felt the change in my feeling and my experience with her. Whereas like now I could actually feel like I could choose to be a giver in that moment and together kind of initiate some really nice conversation. So that was just a recent example of me where the ability to have some self-awareness in the moment was important. So as kind of a wrap up, I wanted to just talk about these two habits that I really want to recommend. You might already have this habit of reflection, but I really encourage you, if you really want to work on your self-awareness, a daily habit of reflection can get you so, so far. Just making it a habit to look back on your day and to write down the things that happened, right? Write down the things that happened. And then also like, how did you feel? Well, how did you react to things? Kind of like this question that we did in the group check-in. What were some unpleasant emotions I had today? How did I handle them? And I think what really helps is to kind of write it out as if you're like an observer to your life. You're not the judge. You're not like, oh, that was wrong. That was bad. Because I think that holds us back a lot of the time, unbeknownst to us that like, I'm ashamed of this, that this happened. I don't want to look at this. So I just want to encourage that. You know, that's a really important thing. Because ultimately, you know, God wants to see us succeed more than us. I think God wants to see us achieve our North Star goal. But, you know, the way God works, which I'm sure you've explained to your life, he works in subtle ways, right? He presents these opportunities, I think, for us to live up to our North Star goal, to grow, essentially, right? To see things potentially in a different light. And so through this kind of ability to reflect and stuff, we can more and more readily be able to receive the lessons that God is trying to show us, to show the little ways that God is guiding us. And in this way, challenges don't need to be things we try to escape, but they actually become opportunities to move forward, including our mistakes and slips. That's really important. Self-awareness will help us to claim the lessons and the victories that we have each day. So yeah, I hope that helped you guys to kind of give you some food for thought and something that perhaps you can start to practice a little bit more in your day-to-day -day life. Hey everybody, Andrew Love here. And I just wanted to let you know that we have completely revamped our offering known as the Ascend Program. Now, if you've been with us for a while, you know that the Ascend Program has been our flagship porn recovery program for years. And we've added a lot of content, we've tweaked things here and there, but recently we've completely done an overhaul in terms of our approach to recovery. 
And here's why. You see, originally we tried to appeal to everybody and we just let everybody come in. Anybody who said that they wanted to tackle porn, we just let them join. And there's a very low barrier of entry. But what we found was that a lot of people who thought they were ready to tackle their porn addiction or who kind of wanted to, they didn't always show up in the best way and they in many cases brought the group dynamic down and so what we've done is we've made the barrier of entry a little higher and in turn we've made our offering much more powerful let me explain so when you sign up now there is a small fee for everybody to sign up but you get that money back once you finish that quarter it's in kind of an escrow as a challenge for you to take your time more seriously because if you put money into something and you're only going to get it back out if you really try if you really attend your classes if you really do all the work then guess what your motivation to do that work is much higher so that's the first thing. Second thing is we are, of course, offering our weekly call groups as a part of the Ascend program. So you'll have your group that you meet with every single week, and that's super important. But in addition to that, you're going to get daily accountability. You'll be able to message with somebody every single day in order to stay on track with your North Star goal. And more than that, every quarter you get two one-on-one -on -one calls with a high-noon staff. That is a one-on-one -on -one call where we do a deep dive into where you're at and where you're going. And we help you to diagnose precisely what actions will be most useful for your time, for your energy, so that you can get the biggest results for your energy spent. So we are doing our best here at Highland to make sure that you grow the most in the shortest amount of time it's all a part of our new roadmap that we've created. Anyway, we've been doing this for a while, but we're always getting better and better. And this quarter, the first quarter in 2023 is going to be monumental. So please sign up for this Ascend program. Take it super seriously and just watch what happens. Watch how your life transforms in a short period of time.